0: Hi, and welcome to the BSO podcast, a podcast for young people who desire to achieve self and career mastery. My name is BSO. I will be your mentor, teacher, and leadership coach, and it will be my pleasure to do this journey with you. Hi everyone, how are you guys doing? It's another episode of the show. I'm so excited today, and the reason I'm excited is because I have a guest on the show today. I told you last week that um, I'm bringing my friend, and we're going to be talking about personal branding and how it can help you to accelerate your career growth. But before we go into that conversation, because my guest is already here, let me try to give you a beef background let me kind of like give you a, a hint about the person that you're going to be listening to today so our guest today is my friend my coach um my brother what else can i call him mm-hmm. i think i'll find a word after but let's just leave it at those three for now but his name is Emeka Epeniro. He is a business and brand consultant, a personal branding and transformation specialist, a motivational speaker, and exceptional content creator. He is an activator, igniting the potential and gifts in people so that they can do and be much more. He is a certified integrated marketing communications professional. Wow. And business consultants with over 13 years of experience in brand management, corporate communications, and organizational strategy. Emeka has trained over 1,000 creators, coaches, and leaders across five continents and helped them build powerful and profitable brands. He is the convener of Africa's number one global summit on personal branding, the Personal Branding Summit, and his mission is to help. 1 million individuals and businesses optimize their potential, increase their visibility, and grow their income. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you my very good friend, Emeka Eberniro. Hi, 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 Emeka. Hi, how are you? Are you there?
1: I am here, (laughs) Coach BSO. Thank you. Thank you so much um, for inviting me and bringing me up to the BSO podcast. I'm super excited and I'm honored
0: to be here. Yeah, so I know I tried to um, describe you in those um, very few words. So can you tell us um, anything else people need to know that I could not, you know, talk about in this? um, I think this is very brief because I know you very well and I know that this is not all that you are. So can you tell people who Emeka Ebenero is? Please tell them because I really want them Ah. to know.
1: Thank you so much for that um, introduction and... Emeka Beniro is, how would I I describe myself? Because that's one of the biggest challenges we face as humans, to describe ourselves the way and who we truly are. And I would say this um, with all sense of humility and um, responsibility. I am an intelligently stupid person. And why do I describe myself that way? I'm intelligent in one hand, but I'm stupid enough to be dogged, to be relentless, to pursue my dreams, even when it seems like it's not going to happen. I I see mm-hmm. myself as someone that has high level of tenacity. Um, I see myself mm-hmm. as someone that likes action. So part of, um, since we're discussing branding, um, part of my own core values is ACT, and that's act. And because I describe Three. myself as a verb and not a now. I'm an action word. Mm. I am a doer and not just a listener. I try everything I learn and I feel forward. And looking at mm. ACT, which is act, um, the first A there is, so each word has dual meanings. So one mm. is action and one mm. is Authenticity. Mm-hmm. I, I I believe that I'm I am authentic and true to who I truly am. That's myself because I I'm learning and I'm growing in the understanding of who I am. And the other A in act is action. I am a doer, like I said. I'm a verb. I'm not it now. Um, the C there is compassion. However, you can't be compassionate mm. if you don't have a high level of empathy. So, because I mm-hmm. empathize and have empathy, I can be compassionate towards people, their journeys and, you know, their gaps in their life. And the last is mm. T and T for me is tenacity. And that describes me, like I said, an intelligently stupid person with a high level of tenacity, mm. refusing to give up and keep going and keep acting. And that's who I am. That's the way I describe myself.
0: Hmm. Interesting. You see what I said? I couldn't do justice to that description. But, um, okay, so talking about um, acts, and I, 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 would, I would like you to take a deep dive into that, right? And maybe try to explain how that should drive everyone that is perhaps a professional and um, how they should define themselves, not by... What the what they do or how they do it or where they're doing it and when I say where they do where they're where they're doing it I'm talking about the organization they work but as themselves as um, how do I explain it now as an individual that is a complete package so can you try to take a deep dive into act and help us to see how every individual every professional should, treat themselves as individuals separate and distinct from what they do and where they work.
1: Okay. Thank you. Uh, that's that's quite a deep and interesting question. And I'll say this. Okay. We are products of our stories. The story we tell ourselves will determine the outcome we become. So as a professional, what's your story? Do you see yourself as someone that only earns a pay at the end of the month or at the end of the week or do you see yourself as the CEO of my life so if I see myself as the CEO of my life what do I need to do to ensure that my organization which is aka my life would be thriving in this uncertain world what do I need to do to ensure that my organization which is my life would be profitable what do I need to do you know, to my organization, which is my life, to ensure that we are sought after? So that being said, what you now need to understand is what are the values that guide you as the CEO of your organization, which is your life and your career? For me, it is act. For you, what is it? What is What are the things that would ensure that the organization you work wit you know would see you as a valuable part of the team your values are part of the things that would enable that now back to your story because you see yourself as one a consultant and not a salary earner your approach to your job would be different how do I mean A consultant is one that prefers solution to an organization. So you come in, Mm -hmm. you diagnose, just like in a medical field, you ask questions, you diagnose, and you use your expertise to come up with a solution for that individual or for that organization. Now, if you work as a professional, which I believe you do, you are a consultant. You need to see yourself as one. And the skill sets you have are the expertise that you would use after diagnosing the situation in that organization. Your skill set now becomes the solution for that organization to do what? Achieve their objectives. And when the organization achieves Mm -hmm. their objective, you achieve your objective. Because as a consultant, your primary objective is to help the organization that you're consulting for or with achieve their objective and in turn you achieve your objective.
0: Two, Mm -hmm.
1: the organization you work with or for is your client and like consultants, we have clients. However, in this case, Mm -hmm. they are the highest paying clients. So the occupy most of your time, but they are not the only paying clients. So that's the challenge I realize with a lot of professionals. Where you work as your nine-to-five, they are your clients. Your solution, your skill set is the solution. So they pay you for your time and value that you apply to that organization. However, it's not limited Mm -hmm. to only them. I guess that's a conversation for another day. But your skill set is not limited to just one um, organization so that is the way i want you to understand it what is the story that you tell yourself what are the values that guide your story and you as the ceo and how do you deploy your expertise knowing fully well that you are one a consultant of based on your skill set and two you are the ceo of your life and your career I believe with this, Mm -hmm. you will begin to see yourself differently, and you begin to act differently.
0: Hmm. Interesting. So, from from what you've said, (laughs) so the it's like almost like asking the professional—that's the one that has a nine to five—to consider themselves like entrepreneurs because a consultant is an entrepreneur, somebody that is providing a service to plenty um, clients and customers but in this case the nine-to-fiver customer or client is the employer so it's the same way you would treat your client or um, whoever you're providing your service to as a consultant that you should treat your employer and how do you do that you need to first of all identify your values what are the things that drive you you know, and let those things drive you to deliver, I mean, deliver the value that your employer is paying you for, which is what a client will pay a consultant for. So now I think my next question would be, and you know, I, I, I I almost would, I can almost say (laughs) before you say that if you identify your values and you let those things drive you to provide the service that you're providing as a 9 to fiver, you are beginning to separate yourself from the organization in such a way that you stand alone. You are considered a valuable product, right? So, Emeka, what are those common mistakes people make about personal branding? Because by the time you are able to do that, you're able to stand out and you're beginning to, you know, your assessment is now based on you know, the value that you bring to the table and, you know, you would typically access a product like that. What are the common mistakes about personal branding? Because that for me is you have started branding yourself. But I think a lot of people misunderstand what personal branding is. So they do not know that they are doing it or they are not doing it at all because they don't understand what it is. So what is personal branding? Okay.
1: What the is way personal would, branding? The way I would like to, because... Um, once we understand the meaning of a thing, then, you know, it can't be abused. And the way I would like to describe it is breaking the two words, you know, personal and branded. Then I'll give you several meanings. So basically, branding is giving meaning to an organization, a person, um, a product, a service, giving meaning to it. So that giving meaning to those other things I mentioned after giving meaning to it is aka a brand so branding is giving meaning to a brand so that that brand can influence or take a space in the mind of the consumer or the audience i'll repeat that giving meaning to a brand the brand could be a person an organization a product a service whatever you want to give meaning to it and you are doing that so that it will occupy a space influence and occupy a space in the mind of the consumer Now, let's add personal to that. So you are saying personal. The person is, aka, in other words, giving meaning to his or herself so that the person can influence their audience and occupy a space in the mind of their audience. Now, that Mm -hmm. is what personal branding is. Now, let me give you another example. The way I love to describe it, my own definition is, A personal brand or a brand is an embodiment of a promise. So what am I trying to say? Because I am giving meaning to myself and I want to influence my audience. Now your audience in this case is your employer and your colleagues and everyone in the organization. Because I want to influence Mm -hmm. them. I need to also know that every day that I show up at the organization, everything that I do, I am validating my promise so I Mm -hmm. am the embodiment of that promise and I am validating that promise with my actions so what that Mm. means is it's not your logo it's not your payoff it's not the colors they are part of it but they are not that doesn't really make up your brand what truly makes up your brand Mm -hmm. is you living up to your promise And what is that promise? Mm. The promise that is guided by your values that you wake up every day and you'll be early at work. You will deliver Mm. your best at work. You would show up. Mm -hmm. You would do what you are supposed to do. You will be like what you are truly called a professional. And the word professional Mm. simply means that someone that is being paid for a specific skill set. So as a professional, you are showing up and you are being known and paid for your specific skill set. Your skill set could be in whatever area it is. That is why we are paying you as the professional. So, for me to show up every day and deliver on that specific skill set at the highest possible level becomes my brand. So, as a professional, Lawyer, banker, doctor, media person, whatever it is, coach, consultant, your brand is your promise being delivered consistently. And when you do that consistently, you now gain trust, which is what we buy and sell every day. You gain trust in the heart of the audience. Let me break it down. Your branding or your personal brand or basically what you do as a professional is deposit trust in the heart of your audience. That is what you do every day. Each time you do not show up to work on time and you give an excuse, you have lost trust. Each time you don't deliver on that job at the highest level, you have lost trust. Mm. Each time you... You are moody. Each time something is against what your promise is, you are losing trust. Now, what happens is that trust you are losing will pile up in the heart and in the mind of your audience, which could be your boss or your colleague. And when it's time for them to recommend you for a particular promotion, training, Whatever it is that will benefit your career growth, they will not recommend you. And you're wondering what is going on. What is going on is because you have not lived up to your promise. You have not consistently delivered on that promise of being a professional. Rather, you have played the pity card and you want us to always believe that because you come from one side of town to the other side of town, we should permit you for coming late. Or because you are this, we should always permit you. Guess what? There will be a to an extent to which we can take it, you will not lose your job, but you will lose the benefits that come with that job. And you as the consultant mm-hmm. will not be seen as a senior consultant for that role. you will rather be seen as an entry-level consultant or as a junior consultant, but not as a senior consultant. So they'll be hesitant to promote you. They'll be hesitant to open the door for you to better, bigger opportunities. And most importantly, be hesitant to recommend you to other people. So realize this, it's not just your dressing, which is good, to look good, which would Mm -hmm. enable you to gain more trust. It's not just the way you speak, which is good, it would help you, but it is an aggregate, it is a collection of all these things. Do you show up? Do you speak like a professional? Do you look like a professional? Do you act like a professional? Are you reliable? As a professional, when you come to the table, are you very skeptical about things or are you optimistic about things? Do you always come up with one extra solution or do you always come up with one extra excuse? These are the things Hmm. that make up your brand as a professional. And this is how we know. Now, if I to break it down, there are about in personal branding for professional about seven to nine p's but look at these three p's the first one is promise which i've spoken about which is ensuring that you deliver consistently on that thing that you said you would deliver two personality what kind of person are you do you light Mm -hmm. up the room do you radiate are you very arrogant rude not friendly (laughs) you know a team player what kind of personality do you have that is the second wow. P. Then the other one is your product. Your product. How is your product package? And when I mean by product, mm. I mean your expertise, your skill set. Is it very pedestrian? Do you just, uh, I've sent it to you now, it's just there. No. Or do you put it in a very, package it in the right way that proves to me that you are a professional? When I read your emails, there's something interesting about it. When I read your document, or do you always want to show me things on the phone? Why do you want to do that? Can't you package it in a proper document? Either you use PowerPoint, Canva, or whichever tool that you choose to use, and you share with me. Put some colors to it. Put some images to it. Put a graph to it. That way, I see you and I always look forward to your presentation and not just give me a lengthy Text or email, I say, This is it. No, 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 no. These are the things that help you be seen, be positioned as the go to person for that solution. Remember that the place you work right now is a client. And like consultants, you can dump your client and move to another client. You can decide. Thank you for this relationship. I don't, I, have, I, I don't think I can handle your business anymore. I, would, I, I think I will recommend you to somebody else. That's what consultants do. You move on. So you would move on. But guess what? What people say about you when you're not in the room is your brand. So because you have not lived up consistently to your promise, what do you think they will say about you when you leave that organization?
0: Hmm. 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 (laughs) you have only talked about two things so what's the third one what's the third one because i don't know is there any other thing you can add is this to these two things you have said and you say there are seven please can you tell us what the third one is
1: (laughs) okay the third one is um i would say positioning and this is one area that a lot of um consultant because i want you to listen to this podcast and see yourself as a consultant this is the area that a lot of consultants miss it they do not position themselves right and you position yourself by doing these little things that i've said one of it is are you networking for success are you in the right place at the right time like we all know wherever you want to go you would eventually get there, and this is the mistake that we all make, and I've made this mistake, and I've, made, I've decided, I've given myself my own personal promise that I will not do it again. What is the mistake? The mistake that thinking that, yes, I have a lot of time ahead, I will take it one step at a time, when it's God's time, it will work out, don't worry, if this job is for me or this opportunity is for me, my time will come. No, 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 no. The world is moving so Mm. fast. And the fact that you are denying yourself of that opportunity, you are denying the people behind you looking up to you that are dreaming to be like you, you are denying them of that same opportunity. Because if they see you that you're not living up to your potential, you are disappointing them because they are looking up to you. And most importantly, you are disappointing yourself. And when you keep disappointing yourself, guess what? You would lose self-confidence. And when you lose self-confidence, you cannot live up to your promise. So even when the opportunity Mm. comes to you, but you have lost self-confidence, you will not go after it and you will not own it. So there's one thing for you to know, there's one thing for you to own. I repeat, there's something for Mm. you to, the things that you know and the things that you own. What do you own mm. as a professional? You need to mm. own your skill set. Mm. You need to own your confidence. You need to own your brand, not just know it, but own it. It's mine. You can take it away from me. That is what you need to own as a professional, not just know. Now, in your positioning, you need to own your positioning. I need to network for success. I need to be at the right places and platforms so that people would see that I own my skill set, not just know it. So I'm not just on LinkedIn to look for the next job, but I'm there as a professional sharing my views on issues and my story because I own it. I'm intentionally Mm. connecting and networking with the right people that will open the doors for Mm -hmm. me, not necessarily now or in the next six months, but because we have built a relationship. When the time is right, they would mention my name in the room. What people say about you when you are not there is your brand. So you need to own it, own your skill set, own your personality, own your promise, and then own your position. This mm. is how I want people to see me. That is position. This mm. is how I want to emerge. I want to be seen. I want to be remembered mm. in my industry, in my mm. office, in my not in my office, mm. in my office, that's my space, and in my client's office, that's my organization, because you are the CEO of your mm. life, and you are the consultant. This is how I want them to perceive me.
0: Hmm. So once Hmm. you've
1: owned it, (laughs) then go out there and deploy it.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So the issue from from what I hear you say is that a lot of professionals are comfortable with just knowing. And I was there. I mean, to be honest, (laughs) I was there for so many years. And that's why I started by saying that, you know, there has to be a distinction between you and the organization that you work for. Because, you know, when you just tie yourself to the organization that you work for you are just acknowledging that you know something you are not owning it owning it means going out there to say you know what i have this skill set it's not because i work here it's because i know it right yes so that is what every professional should do right you need to Own your skill set. And owning your skill set means that you have to create a promise that, you know what, I don't only know this skill set, I can give you value in exchange for it. And my, my promise is that you will get the value in this way right? Yes. And what are those things that will guide you in defining how that value will be delivered? Your value system, what are those things that are important to you? What are those things that determine how you do your work or how you, you do the um, owning of your skills? So, yeah. you know, America. you know, I know you said the brand is not the color, it's not the logo, it's not the, it's not all of that. And, you know, thankfully, I, I hope people got that. So, when we say have a personal brand, it's not about having a logo or a color. I mean, you can have all those things, but hey, it's much more than that. You, you, yeah. you probably don't even need a logo or a color or anything if you can understand that it is the owning of that thing that you know and positioning yourself as the authority, you know, for that thing that you... So, Emeka, how do you position yourself as a brand, as a professional? How do you do that? I mean, I know that you have helped a lot of people to do that. You helped me to do that. How do you position yourself? What are the first few things? I'm not saying... Uh, You can't possibly tell us everything you have to do here. (laughs) But what are those things? The critical things that you have to do, where is the starting point? How do you position yourself as an authority, as a brand? How do you do it
1: as a professional? I would say the first thing is to identify, you know, what you know. Like, okay, first, identify what you know. What are the skill sets that I know? Identify everything then. The second thing will now be which skill sets do I want people to see me as the authority? That is it. That's the second part. The third part will now to put it out there. Now in putting it out there, it's interesting to also note that people pay more to people that have good clear messages and clear brand identities. It's it's interesting. They pay more, they listen more, mm. they influence them more mm-hmm. because this person is has differentiated themselves. Now, I'm saying this to say because life is a battle of territories. And these territories I'm talking about are mm-hmm. territories of the mind. We are in life to be different, mm-hmm. not to be the same. So as a professional, your, your number one role is to be different from the next person because you are not the only mm-hmm. consultant looking to get that job or looking to work with that client. So the question is, how do I differentiate myself, which is part of your positioning? 1 I know my I need to identify my skill set. 2 I need to also identify and most importantly amplify the skill set that I want the world to know me by. Those are critical things. 3 obviously to deploy So in doing that I now position myself as the expert In that space then I can now use my brand elements to amplify it oh as expert in that space okay I get a logo I get a color I'm called this I appear this way I speak this way I look this way those are the things you do which are expressions of your brand to amplify your positioning but your positioning core comes from where you want people to see you you want people to see you as the expert have you identified that expertise If you haven't, then you need to go to the drawing board to identify it. If you have, fantastic. Now, it's time to amplify it because that is what people would know you for. That's your brand. What people know you for is your brand. Now, do you want people to know you as someone that doesn't have any core skill sets as a professional? Do you want people to know you for someone that is very rash, not a team player? Is that what you want people to know you for? Do you want people to know you for as a complainant? every time you're complaining, "Eh, things never go right, is that what you want people to know you for? Whatever you want people to know you for, or as a pity party, whatever you want people to know you for, not just your emotional side, which are two sides of brands, your emotional side and your functional side. So not just your emotional side, which is the emotion you evoke The personality you are, are you friendly, are you loving, are you inspiring, are you energetic, whatever are you, that is emotional. Then, and also the functional side, which is, oh, you are good, you are the Excel genius at the office, you are the techie person at the office, you are the problem solver at the office, you are the most um, articulate person at the office, you are the most organized person at the office, You 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 never forget anything. Whatever that, that's the functional side. You need to be able to put those two together to help you. Amplify your brand as a professional.
0: So identify the skill and then amplify the skill. I think those are the two things. Identify the skill, amplify the skill. Identify the skill that you have. That skill set that you want to be known for. I mean, you can know a lot of things. And you, I mean, I, I reckon that we're wired to know a lot of things. We have capacity for that. Our brain has the capacity to do a lot of things. But for you to be an authority, you have to identify a particular skill that you want to be known for and amplify it. Amplify it. (laughs) I think that's the critical part here. So that amplification, that amplification right now, I mean, especially because of the the way the world is now and the way things are going, what are those things that, you know, you can do to amplify them? I mean, I know there's social media, there's a lot of platforms that you can use. What are those things that a professional can do to amplify that skill set that they want to be known for? What are those things that professionals can begin to consider to do? Okay, as can- a
1: professional, I would say um, one of the ways, there's so many things, uh, there's just, there's so many, but I would put them under this umbrella. Platform. One of the fastest and easiest way to amplify your skill set is to own a platform. What is a platform? A platform is something that belongs to you and people will know you for. For example, do you want to start a podcast? So a podcast is a platform that you can use to reach more people around the world, and you're amplifying your skill set in a particular area, and people know you for that. Another one is lives. So I have, in part of my commitment to helping professionals, I have a LinkedIn live which happens every Thursday, um, one to two p.m. GMT plus one, and depending on the guest, uh, it's between one to three. But it's basically lunch time. That's the idea. So depending on the guest. When the guest takes their lunch so we just have 20 minutes conversation and that's it but it's, a, it's focused on lunchtime. time now that is a platform and what am i doing i am amplifying my skill set as a consultant that has a solution or is can that has empathy that understands people so the solution is we're giving you tips and insights on how to grow your career and increase your visibility so the name of the platform is called career growth and visibility conversations with me um, Emekai Beniro that is a platform that's an easy way for me to amplify my skill sets so what platforms are you using social media is broad what are you doing on social media are you interviewing people are you sharing your story are you teaching on social media what are you doing? Because those are ways that you use to amplify your your skill set. Do you want to have an emailing list or start a, a newsletter? If you are going to start a newsletter, what do you want to share on your newsletter? So there are different with your WhatsApp. There are different technology helps you. So your digital platforms all help you amplify it. But the critical question is: Have you identified it? If you have, then you can use WhatsApp to amplify it. You can use Facebook to amplify, Twitter, Instagram. Um, TikTok, YouTube, LinkedIn, whichever platform that you you find yourself um that you are comfortable with and you, you you can you know you can find your way around it, podcast, um YouTube is good for you to amplify it, but identify it first, then use these platforms to amplify it. So that that way, it's easy for people to find you. And <laughs> that's something uh, um, professionals need to know. People would find, they'll Google your name and what, what comes out when they, okay, what's his name? America Benner. What comes out? That would determine if you are truly the right consultant to work with. That's something. Um, organization look out for because organizations want entrepreneurial minded people that have good brands people that Mm. will champion Mm. the 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 cause of that organization so they will pay those ones more but the other ones they will pay them less because you don't own anything and you're not you're not influential in our space that is the word you need to be influential by and you become influential or more influential by amplifying these things that we have mentioned. Imagine you um, trying to get into an organization, you don't first level of um, interview and all that, and you're now like shortlisted, you're the finalist, and there are two or three other people there looking to get the same position. What do you think would be The final clincher somewhere seeing you at a networking event or knows you have a podcast or YouTube or something that would be what they will use to decide you are the go-to person. Now I want to believe that you have the right attitude, you're qualified for the job and all that. I believe you are that, but. What would be the final thing to make them, you know, pull the trigger as a case maybe or hire you? Those are the things hmm. that will make the, will be the difference. So if you are listening to this and you are believing that, you know what, my work will speak for me. I don't need to put myself out there. I'll just m- put my head to the ground and mind my business. You would miss out on big opportunities. Because when the MD is mm-hmm. not there, when the head of the mm-hmm. department is not there, mm-hmm. when the Decision maker is not there. Who can they call to represent the organization and be rest assured that you you will do a great job? It's you. How do they know you are the right person for that opportunity to represent the organization? Because of what you have done in the past. You have record, you have a track record of doing such. So in case you're thinking about it, I think this is time for you to go ahead.
0: Wow. <laughs> oh my god i mean you've put everything so succinctly but um i i i believe that i mean they need to listen to what you've just said because a lot of what you see on linkedin is oh i I like to announce that i've just done this i've done yeah <laughs> there's there's not there's not proper positioning people are really not talking about that that thing that they do that thing that they own you know i mean yes you can tell stories right but that let your story be about that thing that you you know that thing that you want to own so that when somebody goes to your page the person can honestly see that you own that skill set so yeah. i mean people i mean professionals need to understand that linkedin is not just to um um what's the word now announce your achievements it is also to position yourself in fact i think the primary objective is to position yourself as the professional the yeah expert in a particular area. So honestly, (laughs) Emeka, thank you, thank you, thank you. I know this is not everything that anybody should know about personal branding, but I want to believe that you have demystified a lot of things. At least now we know your personal brand is not about your colors. It's not your logo. It is the promise that working with you or experiencing you holds. what is What what are people going to get? What's the promise of an experience with you? I mean, when people meet you, when they interact with you, what's the promise? What is that thing? What's the feeling? How are they going to feel when they leave you? How are they going to feel when they are with you? What are they going to remember when you're not there? What are they going to remember when your name is mentioned? What is going to come to people's mind when your name is mentioned? So that is your personal brand. That is what you're supposed to push out there. That is what people should know about you. I mean, if you can have a logo and brand colors to that, fantastic. But you need to, first of all, Like a maker said, identify that skill that you want to own and then amplify it. You cannot be the best kept secret on that skill set. Don't be the world's best kept secret. I mean, you can know it, but hey, people need to know. Even Jesus Christ said it that you cannot light a light, I mean a candle and put it under a bushel. You will put it on the on the hilltop so that it will light properly. So, guys, own a skill and Amplify it. Let people know that that is your skill. I mean, that value, that promise that you are giving them when they interact with you. And become a consultant to your employer. Don't just be about your salary. Be here till five o'clock. That's not what it is about. I mean, you can do nine to five, work hard within those hours, but make sure that you are serving your employer like you will serve somebody that you are consulting for. And the way you will serve somebody that you are consulting for is by Making sure that you deliver on your promise. And what is the promise? That the person is going to get value for giving you value. Emeka, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. It's been time well spent. I totally enjoyed myself. I learned new things. I unlearned some things. I added to what I knew already. So I'm very full right now. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, this is one question I typically ask my guests. And okay. that is what would you tell your what would you tell your 21 self now
1: Wow <laughs> Okay <laughs> looking looking back I I would tell my 21 self do more do more i think i was back then i was i was maybe either i was too afraid or i i just felt it wasn't the right time because of the mindset that we had like oh don't worry just wait you know once you get a job and all that but i should have experimented more because you understanding is gotten in doing the more you do the more you grow in understanding you don't buy it understanding is not for sale um you can buy knowledge but you can't buy understanding Hmm. So imagine Absolutely. if I'd started earlier doing things, just playing around and just kept doing and doing things that I found interesting. I would have grown deeper in the understanding of those things. So to my twenty-one-year-old self, um, just keep doing. You have nothing to lose. I think that's the word. Don't be afraid. You have nothing to lose. Keep doing, keep trying, keep volunteer, experiment. Spend money in learning more about the things you find interesting and not waiting on someone to, to gift you um, what you think you need. And that's the mistake we make, and it happens in career. Same thing, people don't want to invest growing their career. They want the organization to spend on them. Nah. you know, Just keep giving, keep learning, keep growing, keep loving the process because the, the secret is in the process.
0: Absolutely. The process. Embrace the process. There's a lot to learn from the process. In the process of trying those things, you will learn a lot of things. I mean, you might not necessarily end up doing a lot of the things you try, but you, you, you will learn a lot. And yeah. I think for me, I think knowledge is a continuum. <laughs> yeah. There's no break. So whatever you learn from whatever experience you had or whatever you try to learn, you add it to the next thing that you learn it's just almost like an advancement in whatever you've learned before so yeah. it's not like there's going to be a break and then you discard whatever you've learned before. No, it's a continuum. Growth is a continuum. You just continue from wherever you stopped. And that's why you you have to keep trying new things. You know, for example, for me, everything I'm doing, everything I've done for the past 365 days is extremely new to me. It's almost like a complete 360 degree move for me. But I have learned so much in such a short time. And like you said, if I had started maybe two, three years ago, if I had started like Two, even three years ago, I, I can imagine how far I would have come. So guys, try new things. Don't be afraid to fail. Instead, fail forward. Failure is a part of the process. Embrace the process. The process is critical. The process is part of growth. You'll be able to reproduce the results. But if you do not go through the process, you will not know how you got from point A to point B. You just know you got there. And that's why the process is critical. So guys, thank you for joining me on the show today. Emeka, thank you. I can't thank you enough. (laughs) Uh,
1: Thank you so much. (laughs) A lot of fun.
0: I learned a lot from today's show and um you were talking about a show on linkedin can you just tell people about it again so that you know if they missed it earlier they can just catch it just before we leave the show so what's that thing you have on linkedin
1: yeah the career is called the career growth and visibility conversations career growth and visibility and they're just fire charts um 20 to 30 minutes it's a live um, broadcast 20 to 30 minutes with different people in career from um transition coaches, to HR, to procurement, basically the different parts of your career. You know, and what are the different dimensions of career growth? It's not just CV, brand positioning. There's time management, energy management, you know, nutrition, happiness, different things that would help me grow in my career, not only just the technical, the academic side. So we want, we are having different types of professional across the world to come share with us for briefly 20-30 minutes on how we can grow in our career
0: all right guys you're heading connect with him on ig linkedin instagram and twitter at emeka ebeniro emeka thank you so much for coming on the show it was so much fun we learned a lot we are grateful and um we say thank you once again so guys, it's we've come to the end of the show, and um, we will keep talking about um, personal branding this month. Um, so, on the next episode, I would um, share some ideas and my, you know, some of my thoughts on what you can do to amplify that niche, that skill set that you want to be known for, and these things I'm going to be sharing. You make a touch me, so yeah, you really won't listen. <laughs> so, guys, bye. <laughs> bye. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the BSO Podcast. I hope you found thoughts shared helpful. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. If you loved the show, please leave a rating so that I can continue to bring you more insightful episodes. You can also follow me on social media at Coach BSO. Until I come back in a fortnight, remember to lead, excel, be accountable and stay determined.